Wake up, sheeple. That's right, I'm talking to you. All you sheep out there. You don't even know what's going on with the government and UFOs and other conspiracies, okay? Is Tupac really dead? No, obviously not. Epstein did not kill himself. Yeah, I, I, you know, this episode, that's kind of the vibe. I haven't done a, I haven't done a podcast in a while. I don't explain why in this episode. Not really. Just said I didn't do it, and I'm sorry. That's kind of, it's kind of the truth of the matter. Um, this episode was kind of like one of my one of my standard recaps. You know, it's been a few weeks, two or three weeks since I've been on. A lot's happened. Uh, I talk about my crypto ups and downs. I talk about my personal struggles with COVID and the vaccine. I uh, again, this is not my. I just told my vaccine like I got the vaccine, the first dose. And I I just had um, personal issues with the vaccine that was like whether they're founded or not I, it doesn't really matter I was just I was just saying how I had like a roller coaster with that um, and I just explained that all out again not not at all um, giving advice um, don't listen to me then uh, I talk about some UFO stuff. Because they are real. They're here. Look it up. And uh, I give some shout outs to some friends that are doing some cool stuff. And give a little update on music. A little update on the uh, the decorations going on around here. And yeah, just enjoy it. Soak it. This is... Do not listen to these episodes of my podcast with anything other than like, like a light comedic heart. Like I'm not... Um, even when I talk about like serious stuff or ups and downs or, or depression, I don't even talk about depression stuff in this, but I always, I always am putting like a lighthearted spin on it because at the end of the day, I mean, at the moment I'm healthy, I'm happy. Uh, we live in one of the best countries in the world and I'm sitting in an air conditioned room and you know, there's, I, I always say it with a light heart, uh, even my struggles with the vaccine, um, were more like just, I'm making light of my, my first world, like, I just have opposite brain. I like to, whatever everyone else is saying is they're doing. I'm like, oh, okay, ops time. What, what do I, I'm, I'm just going to not do that. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an affliction. Could be a curse, could be a blessing. I, I just had like a funny thought. Um, <laughs> in history, for the most part, if you think about it, the general public, like mass media, what everyone thinks, is technically always wrong in the long-term view. Do you know what I mean? And this is a weird thought I had. It's like throughout history, we believed what whatever like modern knowledge knew. So uh, there was a time when people thought, you know, the earth was flat or there was a time even further back where people thought, you know, the they worshipped pagans or giants or they believed that like they, they, there's at, at certain points in time people believe and that was the general belief. But in the long term, that group of people is always wrong. And it was like a whack thought where they were right and they were the most kind of the most right at the time, 
but always wrong in the long term. And there was uh, always a few free thinkers that would start a movement towards correctness that is always like fought against. Throughout history, it's always fought against. And correctness meaning still probably in the long term wrong, but a, but an iteration in the right direction. And these people like, so like talk about like, like when everyone thought the earth revolved or it was flat and everything revolved around the earth. That's what everyone believed. And the same way like we all believe stuff right now, we'd all be sitting around me like, can you believe like fucking Da Vinci thinks the earth is round? Or whoever, I actually don't remember who thought the earth was round. But like, it's like, can you believe like this this kook? Like, oh yeah, we're obviously on a flat earth. Throughout history, there's always those time periods and the general public is always wrong. And then a few free thinkers come out and they either get like arrested or like they're called crazy. And then over time, they're proven right. And then society adopts it and... It just made me think of like, I don't know, like what what we believe now, and what what are some free thinkers saying? And I thought I thought a couple things. One, I still think it's, I still th- I, th- I still think society for the most part is the most right as a whole. You know, in the future we'll be proven wrong. Everything we believe is probably wrong in in a future sense. What we eat, how we live, how we treat the planet, whatever medicine um and it and it's like what i was trying to think of who are the free thinkers that are persecuted and I, I i i couldn't think of any examples but i i did i did think of free thinkers that aren't persecuted and i th- i actually think that the more so like the problem is with free thinkers is for as many right free thinkers as there are like as many people that are probably correct and moving in the right direction there's 10 times as many incorrect Looney Tunes free thinkers that are like not with society, but also just incredibly, terribly wrong. Which is why it's really hard to just be someone in society going like, I'm just going to follow this free thinker. Like you really have to move slow. Um, but like historically, I think it's usually the persecuted free, think- free thinkers that are on the right track. Because, I mean, unless they're proposing something heinous and evil, it's usually like anyone that's proposing something that's substantially different that will change how people live are the ones that people are like, no, 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 we don't want that. Whereas like the free thinkers that are accepted are like the ones where people are like, oh, I'm okay with this free thinker. He's just quirky. We like this guy. They're usually the ones that are probably wrong. The weird thought, just like a, a weird thought I had. And, and I haven't really broke it down to it's if it's meaningful or not, but I just thought it was funny. Like, what are free what what i think free thinkers now are like pushing that we think are pushing boundaries but society accepts like no we should be able to do this and everyone's like yeah this free thinker yeah like i I think those are the ones that aren't actually making any meaningful change and that's why society is so like yeah we like what you're doing whereas like other free thinkers that maybe are like you know, get the plastic out of the ocean. Like we, no plat, like whatever. And the society's like, no, 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 I don't know. I still love my Amazon packages. Like they're probably the ones that are closer to like the right iterations or like the free thinkers that are, are saying stuff that is, what's controversial now? Like 
well, I don't even want to say it because it's going to sound like my opinion. Uh, like families, families are important, and like, like that, I love how that's controversial now, um, and that you know, it's important that there are fam- that we bring families back in the U.S. and it's it's like a, a big uh, a culture problem, blah blah blah. And people are like, shut up, it's racism, you're wrong. It's not just racism, it's nothing to do with, like, whatever. That would be, like, maybe someone who's persecuted. And it started to make me think. It started to make me think. Anyway, that's the kind of vibe of this episode. Literally, that little wheel spinning uh, ranting. So, enjoy. You're on Almost Famous. It's a rock star talking about shit. Talking about getting famous. Let's rock. And then, and then, and then, I'm almost famous. Chill out, mom. I'm doing it my own way. I'm almost famous. I'll freak off that. I'll make my money someday. I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't know. I don't actually remember the last time I did a podcast. A couple weeks, two or three weeks ago. I don't know what happened. I just like, for the first time in a long time. Oh No, some things happened. Two weeks in a row, something happened. Like, busy weeks and like the, the time I had set aside to do the podcast. Something popped up and I honestly can't remember. But it felt, it felt like, I don't know. I was like, fuck. I just like didn't do it. And I kind of felt nice. And uh, then I just did it again and again. And then I started to feel sad. So I'm back. Um, I'm back with, I, I think news is going to change. I, I think it would change everybody's life. But it just doesn't seem to. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Sitting in the studio, um, things are ordered. So I have a banner that's going to go above my head. Sitting right across from me is like this: the music studio space, like the computer, speakers, all that. I got a banner that's going to go there with the band name. Right above me is going to be the podcast name. To my left, this white wall. We're going to hang this broken smash guitar from our last music video shoot, as well as some foam. Uh, like like sound insulating foam, but the the studio is pretty much done and it's looking good. To my left, you can't see on camera, but we have a we have a electronic drum set now in the studio. So the only thing we're missing, we have a we bought a bass that was like really cool, forty year old Japanese bass. We thought was so rad, and the thing just sucks. <laughs> just can it it is out of tune up the neck. So if if you play instruments or you don't play instruments. Like you tune a guitar or a bass, but actually as you go up the neck, if there's something like wrong with the guitar in general or like it's warped or I don't even know, it'll actually go out of tune up the neck. And like I'm sure we could fix something or tweak like the bridge. I don't even care. I want it gone. The pickups don't sound good. We want it gone. So we got to get a new bass, but we have an electronic drum kit and it was so fun the other day. We were working on a demo, Robbie and I, and our... Uh, roommate producer Kev who you're familiar with if you've been listening for a while um, he knows how to play drums 
And uh, he just like came upstairs and was like, oh, can I hop on these things? And we're like, yeah, we're actually like going to put a simple beat to this demo. And the guy just laid down, I'm going to say straight fire, but like simple fire. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, we're not looking for Travis Barker. Nah. We just, we need to just, Robbie and I know like three or four beats on drums. And we would have just laid it down. Uh, he came in with a little offbeat, double kick, changed the entire demo. The song now is like, the song is now like this upbeat, like want to dance to it, like Jake Gyllenhaal dancing in a music video sort of vibe. So I got to give a shout out to producer Kev for just laying that on there. Nor- normally what we do is we we use uh, like an auto drummer to make our demos just to have some beat in there. And then we bring it to our uh, band drummer to like just do his thing on it. But um, the problem with the auto drummer is you just like it doesn't it does regular beats really well. Just like during a regular section of a song, it can't do like there's no like build up option. Have you ever heard heard a song that's like or like any any sort of like hey I just want to do like a uh an emphatic like break here with like a one hit one hit it just doesn't have any of that stuff and I usually type it out or we usually make it on the keyboard but it's just so much easier to just bang it out on a little electronic kit so we're having fun um but yeah so the studio studio is pretty much there um still kind of waiting on guest comfort been asking people to come on and they're just like, oh, like let's just wait a bit. Let's just wait. They're, they're on the same boat. They're just like, they want to, but they're like, ah, maybe like, oh, like let's just wait till everyone's got their first round, which I did. I just got my first round of Moderna, and I mean a lot of a lot of thoughts and emotions. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, folks, a lot of thoughts and emotions. First of all, I got the Moderna. My cell service has been incredible ever since. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually been shit. I love that that's a joke. People are like, it's 5G. These these things are fucking microchipping you. My cell service has been shit. I can't even load a TikTok. Okay, so maybe it's maybe it's taking too much bandwidth from the government, you know. But no, the um I'll tell you, I'll tell you all my thoughts and feelings about the vaccine. Okay. I'll take you through a little journey. COVID comes out. Terrifying. I'm terrified. Um, COVID data comes out after the first three, four or five months. And I'm starting to see that there, there is just like nothing to worry about if you're, um, under a certain age and you're healthy and you have no comorbidity. I'm like, then I, I started to be like, I still, these are all private, private opinions. I know I'm saying on a podcast, I'm saying like, I don't advocate anyone to think like me because I'm, I'm like, like lightly educated i mean i read fucking four articles maybe even skimmed them so i i don't advocate anything and that's why i never i never post on instagram or because i don't actually know and um but what i was reading when i was doing my skimming is just like you know under a certain age with no comorbidities you're you aren't obese you know you have a decent immune system like you actually were more likely to get uh get like really sick from the real flu. Like our percentages were that low. 
So I started to feel really hopeful about COVID then. I was like, wow, this is we, this is a, a pandemic because it affected, you know, the old and the sick and the, the obese and stuff like that. But um, at least for myself and and whatever, I was like, okay, this is great. Like there'll, there'll come a time where I can get back to work real soon and we'll protect the people that need to be protected. And, you know, it's not so much of a like rush to get vaccinated and, and all this shit. And then variants came out. And I was like, cool, 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 tight, tight, tight. All right. Let's maybe just lock myself in house. You keep that lockdown going and let me just see what's going on with these variants. And I'll mean, right away, the news hits you with 60% more fucking deadly. 70%. Your dick will fall off. I was like, oh no. Like these variants are coming for us. But again, I looked at the. When I say I looked at the data, again, don't listen to me. Just do whatever you were going to do anyway. Don't let anything I say change your mind about anything because I actually don't know. But I looked at the data and it was just saying like, oh yeah, it's like 60% more or whatever, but like for 60% of like 0.001, like it was like, it was going from like 0.001 to like 0.0016 of like, you know, mortality or whatever. Like it, it's, it was 60% of an increase on a very low number number still for people like, like me. And, um, and I was like, okay, you know, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing to really worry about, you know, still thinking about my parents and stuff. I was always, um, you know, looking at their numbers too, but still really promising Like, like under 70 was like really still promising, um, which was great. And like, you know, they're more or less healthy. Um, you know, my dad's a little bit, uh, just cause he, he had like a bad pneumonia last year that he, he had a really hard time recovering from. We're like a little bit sketched about, but I was like, this is good. This is, this is still really promising for, you know, my sister, brother-in-law, my family and like my extended family. None of them are really in the, in the 70 plus range. And, um, but still, you know, I was like, lock it down because I know some other people's families don't have the same luxuries, but I was just for my own, like, yeah, I think it's going to be okay again. Feeling hopeful. These 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 variants are more, but they're not like it didn't go from like not it, it didn't go to anything like too much crazier for for still what I was looking at. And so when the vaccine started rolling out, I was like, "Nah. Uh-uh. I'm I hate I hate the idea of vaccines, especially experimental vaccines." I was like, that scares that scares me as much as covid like f- covid is like this experimental like how does it affect people these vaccines i was like oh how do these affect people and i and I, I don't want people listening to get mad because again not advocate i got my vaccine but um no this these are just my honest thoughts as like a person that has thoughts so fucking sue me for having thoughts the uh the idea with the vaccines being like <clears throat> first of all Vaccines fuck up. <laughs> like, again, I just did a light Google, a light Google of, of fucked up vaccines, and they absolutely fuck people up. Um, even ones that get approved and ones that go through all the things and and all that shit. I just, it's like, I with my my feelings with vaccines is I'm so f- thankful that we have them, and you know, especially the ones that have years and tens and twenty, thirty, or forty years. I I'm so comfortable inject. I'll inject it into my cheekbone um the newer vaccines and stuff like when i got the hp vac hpv vaccine i i just hated it i was like i really didn't want it 
And uh, that's a funny story in itself. But <clears throat> the this I don't think I don't know if this is true. But this is what my family doctor, who's a little eccentric, she's a, a very eccentric lady. Um, I'll do a quick little tangent. She was like, "You got it." She's got an accent. I'm not even gonna try to repeat it. Some Eastern European accent. She's like, "If you're 25 and you're sexually active, you have HPV." Everyone does. Like that's the statistics. If you're 25 and you're and you've been sexually active, like you have it. And I was like 20. I was like just turning 25. And I'm like, so like at 24, I don't like, I don't know how this works. She's like, yeah, everyone under 25 has to get the HPV vaccine because once you're 25, you pretty much have HPV and you, it doesn't matter. And I was like, doesn't make sense. But I don't know. At the time I was just like, whatever, fucking, I don't want HPV because my, uh, my uncle actually got throat cancer from, uh, HPV that he got in his youth that I guess, I don't know. It does things to men too, as well as uh, women. I know it was a big concern for women, but I guess it can manifest as, as cancer in men as well. But he beat it. Shout out Uncle Denny for being an absolute tank. Um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, I, I don't want this. Uh, for Sure, like inject me up because at 24, I guess I don't have it. And at 25, I'm just getting all the HPV. Um, didn't really like that. But it's, it's, my idea is like, I just want, I, the less vaccines I have to get, the better. Like, obviously you get the ones you got to get, but I just don't, I, I, I just hated the fact that like a new one was going to get sprung on me. And I hated the fact that also it was like being like experimental and forced. And I know it's not actually forced, but like, buddy, it's forced. Like roommates, parents, friends, family, like everyone is like, the the minute I said, oh, I don't know, my mom went into a fucking conniption. She's like, what? Like, ah. My roommates were like looking at me like I was I was like mentally deficient. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I just have concerns. I'm not, I'm not Chris Skye or whoever that fucking psychopath out there. I'm not telling anyone to do anything. I just, I got concerns. I'm not the only one. It, 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 and it made me wonder, I'm like, am I just, am I just, like, am I actually just wrong all the time? Why am I, why am I always not doing what everyone else is thinking? And it bugged me. So I, I had like a bit of a like, there was a long period of time where I was like, ah, like just waiting for some like positive or negative reinforcement on the vaccines. Obviously, I, when I say I do my research, I think I just do more than the average Joe. I don't know. I, I feel like most people are a-okay with trusting the local experts, the local scientists, the the people kind of that the government trusts and all that stuff. And I've um, I've always taken that as like a good solid source of info, but I'm, I never, I don't trust anyone that tells me to do anything. It's a bit of a problem, I know. But like, if someone's like, you should do this, I go, okay. I mean, thanks, thanks. But then I always go and I do my own little thing because I'm like, anyone, anyone that tells you to do something, I'm suspicious of. It's weird. Um, advi- you know, advising and stuff is a different story. You know, hey, this is the info. You know, here's the goods, here are the bads. You can make your own choice. We advise that you do it. It's a much better way to like present shit to me. <laughs> if they're like, get the vaccine, you bitch. Then I'm like, you're the bitch. I'm going to do my research. Did the research. It's really, there's nothing, 
there's nothing too one way or the other about it. All, all the research kind of said is seem safe. Um, I know it's a new technology, but like it's, you know, the, for the most part, the majority of, of experts say that it's for the greater good, blah, blah, blah. I, I also hate, <laughs> I hate that argument, but, um, but there are like legitimate people that are skeptical. And when I say legitimate, I mean credentialed experts, but they're, their concerns are as like kind of like willy-nilly as the pro-vaccine people like they were just like we're concerned about like this and this happening and like creating like oh an autoimmune state in the body and like blah 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 and there was there's just no they have as little to back their shit up so i'm like okay concerns versus not concerns just put me in a blender mate. just put me in a fucking blender and uh so i'm just like I just got tired of people like when I was having these conversations of, of just being like, I don't know. And people being like, what don't you know? Like you're going to, sp- they would just hit you with that fucking news article rhetoric. And I was like, fine. I was like, fine. I was like, fine. Just fucking, I don't care. Just fucking put it in my arm. Like I, it was almost like I'll just fucking die of whatever COVID or this vaccine. Just my parents were all just up in my grill and like my friends and whatever, everyone was like, just get it, dude. I was like, all right. Like I, you know, if I, if I, if whatever, something happens, like whatever. And, um, it, the only thing that really bugged me on top of that is that there's choices or not even choices. You don't get to choose that there was options and you just show up and they give you whatever's there. See what I wanted is if we all go down, if you're forcing a vaccine, I want us all to go down together or up together. You know what I mean? If we all got the Pfizer and that's the that's the vaccine or we all got the Moderna and that's a vaccine, I want all you people, you know, I want to be, at least be on the same team. We're like, oh, they just turns out that Moderna fucking makes a, one of your pinkies fall off. I want to be like, oh, looks like we're all losing a pinky. I hate that it's like <laughs> that we're all in different fucking squads. And all my buddies got fucking Pfizer and everyone's I'm seeing up there got Pfizer and I just popped up to the Vax clinic and they're like, it's Moderna. And I'm like, it's a, huh? like, give me that German shit. I want some fucking German stuff, mate. And, um, yeah, they popped the Moderna in me and like, now I'm like, just like my arm killed for like three days. And I was like, is this normal Moderns? And I had no one to talk to about that. Cause they all, they're all Pfizered up. We'll see. Anyway, that that's that was like my little slew of emotions. It, it, you know what it was? It was funny because I was like, "What if it kills me?" Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Meanwhile, like I ride dirt bikes and like I fly planes and I fucking do all this other shit and I had no problem like huffing on the experimental jewel for a year and a half. And I also crush liquor. And you know, I I was just like, <laughs> it's a bit of it's a bit of a funny sitch to be like. It's like that meme on I've seen online where it's like girls who it's it's basically a girl being like oh like I only put I'm a vegan like I don't put none of that trash in my body while she's like doing a line of cocaine with all sorts of experimental stepped on ingredients. It's the it's like that's like that's kind of that's kind of where it uh it, it kind of fell down with me. It, it's it's one of those things where 
what bugs me in, is that there is just not enough info and I like making informed decisions and you know I hate that because of that there's just like these experts out there and I say they're experts because they you know they have their credentials being like I'm not getting the vaccine for this that and that and you know it also fucks in my brain when Joe Rogan is like no nah, I'm not getting the vaccine and like I know Joe Rogan doesn't know shit but what Joe Rogan does have is a absolute network of experts. Like if it, it, that guy's talked to more fucking experts and has on speed dial more probably people that he can ask the questions that I want to ask that the internet has a hard time really like laying out for me. Just being like, Hey, like this expert that I had on my show, like, what do you think? What do you think now? Like now that these variants are out, like he, he can get those answers. <clears throat> And he chose to, at least at the moment, not get vaccinated. And like, I just, a part of me just, what I didn't like is that I didn't have the same kind of luxury of choice. I know I did and I could, I could have fought it and I probably still would have ended up getting the vaccine just because honestly, my parents just like truly really wanted me to have it and they felt uncomfortable. And I just, my text to them was like, I trust you guys, like you guys have led me so far in life the right way. So if you guys really feel this strongly, which they did, they were like, get it into you, please. I was like, I trust you. But what I, I just didn't, what just made me uncomfortable at the end of the day was like this like really like kind of like helpless feeling. And, um, you know, my roommates obviously did a good job of being like, listen, like there's people you know, helpless, like, like think about like in India where you, 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 like they're begging for a vaccine and, and like all this shit, like it's, it's helpless in some areas. And so, yeah, obviously those are just like my honest, I didn't, I didn't advise a single person with those thoughts. I didn't tell us like, there's a, there's a fine line between people making personal choices and people that make personal choices and then are like, you're wrong. You're wrong. You are wrong. You do, you do what I'm the right guy does. And um, I would never do that because I don't fucking know. Maybe if I felt like super, super, super strong, but I would need a lot of info to feel any that type of way. And like, I'm all I did was like, I read research papers, the conclusion, and the data. Like I look at the charts and then put under. I'd be like, oh, like. In, mortality or like or like um serious symptom rate by age or by like whatever factor i'll look at that and i'll look at the conclusion i don't do any real research and i don't think anyone does and i think a lot of people that a lot of the people that post like random you should do this or this is how you should live your life don't do any more than that there's probably a few people that really dive in the research but then i'm, I'm starting to think about like what are their biases are they really only doing like are they really only researching stuff that approves their opinion? Are they dismissing stuff that disproves it? So I really don't trust kind of anyone because we're all human. So I just like to hop on the internet and just look at a, I go to, I go to DuckDuckGo. It sounds so lame, but it's just like, um, it's a search engine that's not so uh, politicized, at least not yet. At least I don't think so. Uh, whereas Google does do a lot of content filtering uh, to try to like remove, um, I'm not going to say conservative, but just because the conservative is like the alternate narrative to the mainstream, uh, it usually ends up being a lot of conservative stuff, but like any anti-vax or like whatever, they'll try to remove. 
which fair enough, I guess, for the most part of the population. But for someone like myself who just wants to see both sides, it's like to pop on something else. But yeah, it was like a fucking, it was a trip. And, and I still like mope about, I still mope about it in my own like personal, like I, I actually like secretly hate that I have been vaccine, <laughs> vaccinated. Not, not that I wouldn't have done it eventually, just that I hate being, like, early to shit. I just wanted to, like, kind of, like, selfishly be like, what's going on? Like, which is the best? Like, wait a few months. I would have locked down. I'm not going to spread her around. But, yeah, that's just how it went. And I was like, fuck it. So I'm, I'm vaccine number one. Also, man, if it helps me get guests on and if it helps me get back to work and it keeps people safe and all this and it's likely safe... I'll just roll my dice on the odds like I like I do with everything else dangerous that I do. Not saying that it's dangerous. And again, not giving advice. Do not listen. This is my these are my personal, like private thoughts, not anything I've ever advocated. And I guarantee you you your guesses as what is right is is probably as good as mine. But yeah. Been a bit of a roller coaster and just um just that mix with being locked inside is is just it just takes its toll on the uh, on the old mental on the old mental, but uh, summer's here. The good weather is just recharging me, and uh, yeah, I felt a burst of energy, and I thought I'd hop on the pod. Um, just just exercise. This is this is a, it's like uh, an exercise for me to chat. I, I like I like just chatting, and uh, I think if I did this. If I didn't have a forum for this, I'd kind of, I don't know, I'd, f- I'd find something else to do, but uh, I, re- I, re- I really like it. I'll just move on. Fuck the vaccine. Like, uh, chat. Fuck COVID, man. I, I, I'm so, t- I'm just actually so tired of it. Um, but it's our fight. The, uh, I noticed something, I noticed something funny while I was, uh, speaking of like conspiracies and, and I'll start the story off with, with, uh, where it starts, but <clears throat> our uh, when we moved into our our house here, we got Wi-Fi, and I always like to think of a nice Wi-Fi name. It's just little, little. Ch- there's little chances in life to lighten life up, you know, to be a little comedic. There's there's little points in time where you can, you know, hey, want to make a fucking funny Wi-Fi name, especially when you live in a complex. Like we live in a complex, so we can see like forty different Wi-Fi's. So I know people are going to be seeing it. So we kept it light. We made our first Wi-Fi uh, FBI surveillance fan. You know, obviously keeping it light. People are whoa FBI. Oh ha ha ha. You know the the rest of the the rest of the stuff like I looked up funny Wi-Fi names, but I, didn't, I don't like the idea of copying other people. But I, I'm sure someone else has done that. But I just had noticed that there was no creative Wi-Fi names in the in the plaza and I was like this is an uncreative plaza and uh then we got a second modem right beside me to my right because you know it's a a tall place you need two modems so you know I I uh I made that one UFOs are real you know just let people know that they are fucking are real they are they're real all right there's no two ways about it and I just noticed recently when I was looking at um, Wi-Fi's, that I think we've sparked a little, you know, I think we sparked some, 
uh, creativity. I saw <clears throat> I saw someone's Wi-Fi was NSA spy device dash to and then all these like letters and numbers. They all, they are super creative. They tried to make it look uh, you know like a serial code. Bill Clinternet. I like to think that we inspired a little bit of oh <laughs> we're in that type of complex, you know. But uh, the the reason I got into the story is to segue to the the UFOs are I part of the also reason why I'm like okay fuck COVID fuck vaccines put it in my arm I don't care is because every time I start to like get too wrapped up in my own issues I remember and I'm reminded that UFOs are officially here why isn't why isn't anyone going crazy like this isn't a, a a kooky guy saying there's UFOs anymore it's the Pentagon it's the gun they're going hey yeah yeah there there's UFOs and not only the Pentagon all the the major world governments have some sort of military official saying yeah there's always been <laughs> they've been around for quite some time and um I think I think the reason why the Pentagon is releasing it now is because maybe we can handle it now. And by handle it, I think people are just numb. And I, I was having a chat, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to loop him, um, his name into this chat if he wants to say low key on the he's a, he's a fucking UFO head like myself. Let's go. But he texted me. Um, a new video well I guess it's from 2019 but newly released video and there's all these 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 types of videos getting released and it's it's mainly from um, a group of journalists that uh, like George Knapp or whatever his name is I don't even know uh, these uh, this group of journalists that are that are so into it that are like digging up and locating and, and forcing, not forcing, but like pushing the government to release certain stuff. They released a video of a UFO that was being, that was filmed on a Navy infrared camera doing all sorts of whack stuff. And then its final like uh, show was that it went under the water and just disappeared under the water. And this video, this was a global news article. So this isn't like, I'm not getting this off of some like Reddit page this was on global news and it's verified by the pentagon the pentagon says yes this is a real video and the pentagon has also you know already confirmed that there are crafts Uh, and i think they're what my friend said is that they're going to do a bigger kind of like press release on it uh he also sent a thing that that uh, i think it was from the government i think it was an official report that these crafts are at least a hundred to a thousand years beyond us and that I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but think about how fast things moved between eighteen hundred, or sorry, nineteen hundred and two thousand. We're talking about horse and carriage to electric and motorized hypercars, spaceships, recreationally Wi-Fi, video through your phone, phones, the internet, crypto, like. Uh, 3D printing livers, artificial intelligence. Imagine another 100 years of exponential growth. 100 years. 
Imagine a thousand years of exponential growth, you know, assuming we don't get wiped out by ourselves or by some extinction event. So, you know, people, I think where it still gets Looney Tunes is assuming it's aliens. That stuff is like, how the fuck could you tell? Maybe the government does know, but uh, at least for the general public, we still don't know. All the government has officially said to us is that these are unidentified crafts that are way more advanced than any human technology. So all it means is there is an advanced civilization out there. Whether, I mean, this is where it starts to sound fucking kooky, but whether it's interdimensional, because like we don't really understand dimensions and, and time as much as you know we think we do, but what we do know is that it can be manipulated and that there likely, you know, there likely is dimensions. And um, so whether it's interdimensional, whether it's people from the future, it's us from the future, or whether it's people from different planets, or whether it's we're in a simulation, it's there. They're there. And they've been there for a long time. And it's been secret for a long time. And now they're admitting to it. It makes me think like, why isn't this freaking people out? Why do people not give a fuck? Why is it like, oh, I don't know what, I don't know if I want to get the vaccine and, and Donald Trump's a racist. Why isn't it like, hey, there's an advanced civilization buzzing around us. What the fuck are we doing? Why are we just going to eat McDonald's and like being sad all the time when there's impending some sort of unveiling or maybe not, but like there is, there is this happening and we know nothing like that's a real, like you think that would be all over the news. And if this was 20, 30 years ago, people, it would be the old, it would be like, it would be crazy. The world would go in flames. Um, people just being like holy fuck there's aliens it's official uh, all this shit now people literally don't give a fuck i i told my dad i was like dad like there's there's like a f- i sent him the video and i was like isn't this crazy like there's ufos it's official the government's not even denying it like we got them like they're here what do we do and he was like he reacted to it as if i told him about my day he's like oh wow it's crazy Hey, when are you coming up north this weekend? And I was like, oh, nobody gives a fuck. I, I think um, I think it's just because there's nothing we can fucking do about it. It's kind of how I felt with COVID and the vaccine and and uh, all this shit. I was like, that, well, there's nothing I can do about it. Literally not. I can't do a thing. I'm not, I, I'm not a researcher. I, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a politician. I'm not a... I'm not even an enthusiastic civilian looking into it so you just like i'm not in the military i i i I, there's not a there isn't a thing i could do about it so i think i think what my friend said when we were talking about it is he was saying that think about how desensitized we are because the news is so doom and gloom about everything like to the point where we're calling people who uh we're calling Ben Shapiro a Nazi. You know what I mean? We're, we're saying that if if D- D- Donald Trump becomes a president, the world is going to end. Like they go doom and gloom. Like holy fuck, I'm I I'm, think people are going to die if Donald Trump gets president. 
because he tweets? Like, what? Other than being agitated by him, I don't think he fucked your country up. I don't know. I don't think... Like, I, I don't... For me, the last four years, there was no catastrophic event that could come even close to an advanced civilization landing. But the news is so like, this is the end of the world, doom and gloom for the last like 20 years about like every every the way they get their ratings is by making it doom and gloom. Now, when someone tells me something's doom and gloom, it goes right by me. Like they go, oh, this is happening and it's doom and gloom. I go, no, it's probably not. Oh, this uh, this Jewish uh, conservative guy uh, disrespected trans people and uh, he's a Nazi. I go, probably not. You know, that doesn't sound like you tell you, that doesn't sound like you tell me things that are true. I, I don't know anything about this guy, but I'll, I'll tell you, that doesn't sound right. And I, we're just desensitized. I spend so much time on social media. I see so many things that my brain just fucking doesn't care anymore. We're just like this like wall of, you could literally tell me aliens are walking and one in five people are aliens and we've just confirmed this and they've just, here's the alien uh, species. They did a video conference on the news and they go, yep, we've been here for a while. One in five people are actually us. I go, ah, oh, makes sense. Sorry. Oh, I wouldn't be like, ah, who's a fucking alien? Maybe I'm an alien. Have you ever thought about that? I, I always felt a little different, you know? Maybe I'm an alien. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe aliens have been around since, you know, people think they've been around since Egypt and beyond. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, aliens been here for a minute. But yeah, anyway, like, it is, it is interesting how, it, it, my whole argument with the news being doom and gloom is for kind of this reason is like, I kind of want to know what is doom and gloom. I don't really care. Is it just me? But I just don't really care about what some like liberal or conservative commentator has to say about things like, Oh, you should do this or you shouldn't do this or you should treat people like this. You shouldn't treat people like that. I have a, I have a really specific set of values that my family gave to me that my local, like on a more local level, my local group of friends and my local group community like generally abides by. And that's like accepting people, loving people, not stealing, being a good person, being polite when you can. And I mean, fortunately enough, I think, I think that this is more the case in Canada than not. The Canadian value system is not to be racist and not to be like at least you know i'm sure people listening are like no i got someone who's racist to me sure i maybe i i just i mean these values that i was raised with that i thought were canadian values didn't include that it wasn't like oh, i love people except if they're not like you it was like no you fucking show up to baseball camp or camp and you got a group of boys in your cabin One's like Mexican, one's black, seven are white. That's <laughs> who am I kidding? It's Canada, but um, you know, uh, and that's just your cabin. Those are your boys. I mean, as long as they're nice kids and you just hung out, there was no like you're going to camp and your parents are like, hey, just you know, stick with the whites. Um, 
I mean, it was a Christian camp too. So maybe, maybe these values are, they could come from, um, religion as well as, as well as the, the Canadian shit. But it, I just don't care. Like I couldn't imagine caring about what other people do so much. Cause you, again, it's, it's another thing you can't really control. Why stress about what you can't control? If someone wants to do something that you you seriously disagree with as a personal life choice, why does it bug you? And, and I understand that people say, well, if it comes into my world, then it starts bugging me. I'm like, what's your world? In public? That's not your world. That's everybody's world. If they come into your house and, and you're, you're a homophobe and you know a gay guy breaks into your house and, and tries, tries giving you a fellatio, that's rape. You don't have to worry about that neither. That's just that's a rapist. <laughs> like, that's not that's not gay culture kicking your door down and giving you a blowy. It's just funny. Like uh I don't know. I don't know why I always talk about this shit. It's like this is supposed to be a podcast about the the fun trials and tribulations of a rock band getting famous, but it's more just a me like spilling some um uh like I don't know some of this insider tea. Um, yeah, I thought that was funny. UFOs are real. Look it up if you don't believe me. Like, take a hot second to go look up the official reports. They're here. What do we do about it? I don't know. Maybe maybe keep gas in your car if you have a car. Maybe maybe keep a couple cans of beans in the cellar if you got to live for for three or four days. Maybe three or four months without power if they take out the grid. I don't know. I don't know, maybe just accept our fate that we're an inferior civilization and we have no control over things. And I, you know, if once you, that's probably why people don't really care. They're like, I just got to go about my life. I still have to feed my kids. You know, you can, you can buzz around my head, aliens. I still got to, I still got to put that bread on the table. Um, oh, another thing on my list, I got to give some hype ups here. Kristen, uh, Kristen Mandela has been on the pot a bunch. <clears throat> she, uh, she's launched her podcast it's called Accidental Friends. Um, yeah, I think it's just Accidental Friends Podcast on Instagram. Check it out. What's her vibe? I, I called her after the podcast and I was trying to like figure out like, you know, what is the demographic? What's the vibe? Um, and she says she's still hashing it out, but, but uh, her, and, her and her podcast host, Eileen, is the story is that they were raised really differently and somehow met randomly at a New York apartment and now are friends and are kind of just talking about, you know, girl stuff. Like I think episode two is uh, about being friends with boys growing up because I, I know Kristen was friends with a lot of guys growing up, so she touched on that. But just like general, like like their perspective um, on stuff and uh, it's cool. Just give them a shout. I mean, I I think I, I'm I'm... Uh, Kristen is one of like my childhood friends and she's just um you know someone that I've always had these types of chats with and she's got the not that I wouldn't say the opposite perspective to me but very close to it and which is funny because you know a lot of times people the way I talk people think I'm just like some I don't know like brash or rude or it's more people that don't know me like if I'm at a party and I make a joke my jokes are very like I comedy is a is an even playing field for me i don't think uh i don't really censor myself which is a problem but it's also just like kind of who i am and the people that are friends with me are chill with it um so like some sometimes outsiders are like 
oh, that Travis guy, like he's in, uh, he's X or he's Y. But it's funny because like one of my best friends is the epitome of like, you know, tree hugging, vegan for the environment. Like good. I mean, I'm, I'm for these things too, but my perception is that I'm not, but I also will happily joke about the opposite side. Like I'll happily joke about like, you know, just eating a good old cow. Um, and we're friends because we can find common ground because what we believe personally doesn't define like it's 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 such a better way to to make friendships and relationships. Um, so her podcast would be like she's funny, she's chill, um, and she's got the female perspective. Also been been friends with guys, so she knows um, she knows like what guys kind of what's going through her mind a little bit, so she can bring a little bit of that. Um, her podcast host, I've been a handful of times, really awesome, really funny girl. So I'm sure that's going to be fun. So congrats to them. And um, uh, another shout out to her brother, Mike Mandela, guy I play video games with a lot. Uh, goes by Cheek Clapper in the Warzone. Absolute filthy at video games. He's like, we we uh, were the ones that kind of went deep on it. Um, he just started a, a hack company called Members Bounce Apparel. I got to give him a shout. He, he, um, he, he just went out and made a company. I mean, I, I personally know, and I say all the time, it, it's easy. Not, not like to downplay what he did. The same way I say starting a podcast is easy. It's simple, N- not easy. Uh, it's simple. The tools are right there. If you have an afternoon and maybe a couple weeks after that to nurture an idea, you can make a business. I've made seven. I don't even know how many business I've made at this point. It's it's very um, simple, but it's not easy for some reason. People just, there's fears involved or fears of failure. Or like if I even try, then I have to tell people I'm doing it. And it's like all there's this whole, that's what makes it hard is like the human element. So I, I always got to give props to, and Kristen's boyfriend um, uh, started, uh, he, he quit his job and started a personal fitness business. Andres, man, congrats, dude. So so I got to shout all these people out. Give me a hot sec because I just, I, I think it, it takes a lot of fucking nuts. Not because it's it's complex. It's actually very simple, but everything in life is simple. We just don't do it because we're humans and that, like that's the hard part. And I, I just, I'm, I'm really proud of people that just do something different because, I mean, like, why not? There's aliens. Like, like why not? Like, it's your, it, I don't know. It just gets me going. So, let me pull these up. Okay. It's Andres, A-N-D-R-E-S dot A-G-R fitness. I'm not going to spell fitness. You got to know how to spell fitness, my guys. Um, so Andres.AGRFitness, follow his Instagram, Accidental Friends Podcast. Let me pull that up here. Yeah, a- Accidental Friends Podcast, all one thing. Um, and then Members Bounce Apparel is Mike Mandala's uh, golf hats. He started out with just golf hats. He just put a cool design on it. Um, so if you, if you need a nice golf hat, uh, hit them up. It's more just about like, um, <clears throat> just, you know, it, it's one of those things with, with even the beer company that, I mean, I still say we're sponsored by them, True History. Um, the only reason why I haven't 
brought them around is because I'm really not proud of kind of like where I'm at with the podcast. And I, I, I really like putting like a best foot forward. And I've been telling them I want to bring them back on when I get guests and I haven't really got guests. And in the last year, it's just been like a, a couple buddies that have come over and I really appreciate them for doing it. But I mean, for me, the challenge with guests is not with buddies. Like I, it's not that I don't love having buddies and, and whatever on. It's about getting people that are a little bit outside my friend group because that's the more exercise to me is like pushing your comfort zone, reach out to someone that's a little bit outside your friend group and uh, doing that every, at least every once in a while. And also, you know, having the banner and having the studio set up look nice. Uh, it's just, I kind of wanted to have that before. I just want to be, I want to be like proud of uh, what I've gotten. It's, you know, it's a bit of a real point that, um, the truth of the matter is like I'm sitting here doing it alone and I'm uh, just because I'm not proud of it doesn't mean it's not valuable and it's not entertaining to some it's just like um, I got to get it I got to get it there man it's uh, again it's simple but it's not easy because you know you know the drill so I give these people shout outs um, it's just about like if you see a friend doing something like I, I buy beer anyway I love beer and you have a friend making a beer especially if it's a good beer buy their fucking beer. If if you got a friend making music and it just happens to be music that you also like, you're going to listen to music anyway or you're going to whatever, listen to their track. Someone makes someone makes a golf hat. If you're going to buy a golf hat, and I mean, this is, take it with a, a caveat. I'm not going to buy a golf hat. I don't buy clothes. I don't have a lot of extra money. I'm in debt because I, I throw all my money into fucking music and gaming and a secret, some secrets that I'll, I'll say later. I just bought some stuff that's cool. Um, but if I was like, if I it, like, and I may actually, you know, when when golfing opens up, um, I'll buy his hat because they're cool. And you know, if I'm if I'm gonna put on a podcast, you don't have to do it all the time. Like I love listening to all these other podcasts. But if I got a minute and I'm like not really knowing what to just throw their podcast, it's just like, I mean, if you could do it, you can do it. And I know there's. If you have a lot of friends and there's a lot of people saying, look at my clothing company, whatever. But I mean, if they're your closer friends or people that are in your closer thing, at least give them a, give them a little shoop de whoop because they're, they're doing something that, um, kind of puts themselves out there in a vulnerable, vulnerable position. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I work out, I'm going to talk to Dre about maybe being the, uh, the personal trainer for this absolute specimen here. I know his girl, uh, Kristen messaged me about, about getting a, a workout plan from him. So just got to give him all shout outs. Uh, I love the idea of other people starting podcasts too, because Lord knows I've been doing this for three years. And I mean, I still got my homies listening to it. The, the, the 250 or so average listeners are, that's amazing for a podcast. It's, uh, but it, like, Lord knows I'm not fucking climbing the podcast ranks and, and doing anything. I want, I want so badly for either me or one of my close friends to get big in podcasting or music so we can just help each other out. Like the same way if my podcast blew up in a in an instant, oh, I could just like, oh, you're starting your, your fitness company, Dre? Like, like, let me give you a sh- I was just, I just want to be Joe Rogan. Just, I, just I, I love, I love that. I love that ability that he has to just be nice to people so simply of, as just have them on a thing. And it helps him out. That's that's dope. 
But yeah, give them a shout out. Uh, check them out. If if, I mean, if you're interested in any of those things, if you're not friends with them, I understand. But if you're interested in any of those things, check it out. Um, but yeah, speaking of purchases, that's what I'll get into. Um, crypto, baby. Travi Crypto over here. I'm a... I'm a... I mean, I, I have... I've taken all my CFAs. I'm a little bit of a numbers guy. I got to give myself a shout out, man, for being weird like that too. I love just like Excel documents and numbers and formulas. And I was I was able to pass the CFAs quite... Uh, I wouldn't say easily because it was hundreds of hours of studying, but I didn't find it like a an insurmountable challenge. Um, the... And I, I even work part-time in finance now. I, I work for a firm uh, just as like their analysts and admin, just like running their little analyst doc or their their, their um, Excel documents, like doing like that type of research and shit. Uh, but I got into crypto in 2018. Uh, my My mentor, I was in a program for one of my businesses, an entrepreneurship program. And my mentor in that program was like, "Dude, you gotta look into crypto." And he's, he, he, he uh, like his first business was in tech. He his like full time job at the time was working with startups. So he kind of had his ear to the floor and like just was always talking to people about about what's the next thing. And he was like, "Crypto, dude." He 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 was like, "This is the thing. This is the thing." And so that's why I first heard about it. And I also had no money then. Shocker. I'll, I'll be a guy that will eternally have no money. Like I'll I'll be a millionaire. And I'll have it like all spread out into like assets and f- I'll, I will just not have, I'll have like $500 in my bank account. The, uh, but he's telling me about um, crypto. And I think the one at the time he was, he was, I was like, which one, if I was to get like, you know, cause obviously like there was Bitcoin and, and stuff at the time, but he's like, oh, like Ripple. Ripple was at like nine cents or like 0.09 cents. It was something super low. So I heard about it and I just didn't put any money into it because I'm a, this is, inaction is, I've learned now that inaction is the same as a failure. And I I am a big inaction guy when it comes to a lot of things. Specific things, I'm all action and I'm do, 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 but they're in my comfort zone. I'm, I'm, I'm an inaction guy when it comes to like these like opportunities and I'm learning from it. And that's what I'll get to now with my, my crypto playground. But he told me about it. This was like maybe 2015, 2016. I forget. Maybe 2016, I think. 2016, 2017. And I didn't I didn't act on it. And then in 2017, crypto, it went big. It went big. People were making 10X, 100X. And Ripple went to like, I don't know, it went to like $4 or something. I, I, I honestly don't remember. These are really loose. But let's just say it went from like 9 cents to maybe like, I know it's at a buck fifty now. So maybe it went to... 90 cents or a buck 50. And I was like, wow, if I just put in a thousand bucks, you know, I'd have 10,000 bucks or $15,000. And I know it's, it's always easy in hindsight, but still, if I put in a hundred bucks or 500 bucks and I got the FOMO and I was like, you know what? I just don't want to be the guy that misses out. And as, as many new investors do, I bought at the absolute, I'm talking like the peak because it took me a while to figure out even how to buy crypto. I had to figure out the exchanges, how to get money and how to trade stuff around. And I didn't, I didn't even know what to buy. 
So it took me a while and like I bought crypto and it was at its peak. And I remember like at the, I was at Christmas, I was at the family Christmas and I was that kid that just bought crypto. I was like, crypto, have you heard of crypto? You guys heard of crypto? I'm now in crypto. I'm in, I'm in crypto, <clears throat> in the space. Crypto, Uncle John, you heard about crypto? It was, it was, I was that guy. And they're all like, sounds scary. And I don't think we're into it. I'm like, I'm all, you guys are, it's the future, blah, blah, blah. Two weeks later, tanked. And I felt pretty stupid. I mean, it went down like 50, 60%. All the money I put in just fucking disappeared. You know, I was just like, okay, that's why you don't do this, right? That's why we don't do this. Um, just embarrassed. And I think, you know, I'll give myself credit though. I was like, but I didn't buy it for the short term. And that's, that's, uh, I was like, I bought it for the long term. This was a long term hold. I was never going to day trade this. So yeah, as terrible as this is, I'll hold it. And then I forgot. I didn't forget, but like, I just like never thought about it. And two years later, three years later, crypto boomed again. I made like 300% even though I bought at the peak, you know, three years ago. Um, and it was just like another one of those, um, I don't know, it's just like like uh, taking those risks, if, as long as you do it, you know, for the right reasons and you're not buying high and selling low, like I didn't sell or take my money out at the bottom um, and just following like some standard principles, like taking action can you know, be a good thing. With uh, and also, sorry if you if you're watching this on YouTube right now, I have no idea how long the video cut out for, but the memory card filled up, and I, I put a new one in there, but no idea how long that was blocked for. I'll put a little message. I, I put a little message in the screen um, saying when it will come back in. But yeah, that's also why I may, I, I honestly might have lost my train of thought because I, I took a little minute to swap memory cards. But yeah, the uh, the crypto thing that that um, came up three hundred percent and. Uh, so I just had this like out of I had some money and I wanted to I'm spending a lot of money like my rent's high like shit's high music is so pricey right now and I uh, I just needed some cash and crypto was at a peak so I was like all right now's the time you sell high and guess what when you when you buy low and you sell high you make a guaranteed profit <laughs> it's funny how that works it's impossible for you to profit if you sell low. Um, yeah, I took my money out and like, I'm talking, I'm talking about the next day. I'm, this isn't an exaggeration. The next day after I took my money out, it dropped like 20% crypto did. And, uh, I was like, Oh, that's nice. It's nice when that happens in your favor sometimes. Uh, but don't worry. It all comes back full circle to me getting rinsed again. So part of my, um, part of my like taking action and not being afraid uh, is crypto uh, because I have my my finance ability. I know crypto is really volatile and not really like a security, but it. I mean, it kind of is. You can use. I, I I think technical analysis works more on crypto than like like chart analysis than on like regular stocks because I feel like the only people that are in crypto are like a bunch of chart analyzers. So they set up all their their. Av- moving averages and stuff and they set all their buy and sell orders around that so it just because 
a, a lot of the people in crypto are doing chart analysis. I think it follows chart analysis pretty well, um, which is funny. But uh, yeah, uh, so I, part of my thing is like, okay, like take some risks, like you, you know, you know, just do something. Just don't be the guy who sits around. Well, idiots. I'm talking literal idiots make millions of dollars because they put $15,000 of credit card debt into Dogecoin and it went to the moon. Um, like, it, it, there's actually a theory, I forget what it's called, where dumb people <laughs> are oftentimes more successful <laughs> than smart people. Not saying I'm either. Um, because they're just not afraid to take action and just fail and just like learn from doing and stuff like that. And I think crypto is a, a great example of there's a lot of really smart people that made a lot of money, but there's a lot of fucking idiots, uh, which is brilliant. I think it's brilliant. And I say idiots in a very endearing way because I think I'm more idiot than smart guy. The um, I just did want I I I now know that inaction is a failure, and it's okay it's it's okay to put money in and not know and you know as long as it's not too much of a risk and as long as you do your research like so yeah I I. I talked to uh, my parents, my brother-in-law, a few friends, and just said, listen, I got, I, I want to put my CFA to use. I can't really trade because I work for a financial institution and like I can't, I mean, I can hold stocks, but I can't really do like fun stuff, trade that often. I don't really like the, the idea of, uh, you know, proving all these trades and shit. And the stock market. I I don't I'm not really that interested in, but crypto's fun. I like technology. I like crypto. So I was like, and it uses kind of like the market fundamentals that I learned in my CFA. So I was like, hey, I already know enough about crypto from you know 2018. I know how to exchange it. I know how to trade it. I've made some follies in trading and lost money, and like I I kind of have a a, a decent baseline of how to you know look at look at the charts and stuff. Um, if you if you have some amount of money. Because you know, parents they have investments. So I was like, uh, "Do you have some some uh, investments that you're down to get some crypto exposure? It's super risky, it's super volatile, but like, why don't you get some exposure to it? Um, I'm gonna start a little like micro fund. And when I say micro, I mean like, you know, ten, ten, fifteen thousand um, dollars. And like, you know, I I, I showed them. I, I called a called a few buddies that are in crypto. Did a little bit of research." Kind of said, even with all this research, I guarantee you I don't have a clue where it's going to go. But I do think in general, this technology is the future. And I do think it's bubbling again right now. I'm noticing a very familiar pattern. And it will likely probably deflate. Um, but that being said, there is ways to make profit um, in the mean or in the long term by putting crypto into uh, stuff that earns interest you know, like the 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 DeFi market, and um, you know, maybe it doesn't deflate right away, and maybe it goes up and down, and there's chances where I can buy dips and and sell highs and make some profit. But you know, I, I just kind of made a move, and my parents were skeptical, people were skeptical, but I was able to get um, you know, six grand to start, and I'm going to put some more of my money back in. I just have to sell. Uh, I have an old car that I'm going to get rid of. Um, <clears throat> and I'm just going to get back into it. And I, I, I saw crypto take a 30, whatever, 30% dip 
last week, and I said that you know what a what a good opportunity to, you know I don't know if it's going all the way down, but I'll, I'll get some money at at least at a discount from the previous high. So I put I put three grand of it in, and spread it out, and uh, I'm talking like the next day, it, it, crypto had plummeted maybe another twenty percent. Uh, and I'm like throwing these like loose figures out. Like let, let's just say like when I bought in, I don't know, maybe it was at sixty thousand US, and then it like has recently plummeted to like thirty, uh, or maybe about maybe I bought on like fifty. I don't really remember. I, I'd have to look at my things. You, terrible fund manager over here. The uh, but the idea is like I bought at a little discount and then it kept going, and now I'm like terrified to. You know, kind of report back, being like, "Hey guys, like I know this is a long-term thing, but I've immediately lost twenty to thirty percent of your money." Um, but I kept the other three grand aside because I kind of was suspicious that things are bubbling, and I wanted to just get some exposure to get also just to learn about how the DeFi market works a little bit. And I kept the money aside. You know, if it keeps going down and down, kind of great because I'll buy as low as I can get. And it'll kind of nullify uh, the fact that I bought it somewhat of a peak, and it'll it'll kind of average out. And because I again, it's a long term hold. I'm trying to, I'm I'm thinking that cryptocurrency is a future. I think electronic currency is a future, especially decentralized. You know, moving towards a global kind of thing. I just don't know which one's the winner is going to be. It's going to be like the internet. You you got to kind of guess which are the winners. But if you spread it out against a bunch of really promising projects, as well as maybe do some funny business in between to like take your profits out, I think you can do a good job. And like that's what I pitched. That's what I moved into. But I also bought a crypto miner. And it's just cool. Like I, I took a risk. I did the research. I found an uh, uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what it is and stuff yet because uh I kind of like. I mean, I guess I could, um, just because I don't want to like give advice or anything like that. But uh, it's called Helium. I saw ads for it on TikTok, which is funny to say. But I, I also saw a couple other crypto people I follow uh, talk about it. And how Helium works is they want to decentralize internet. They want to decentralize like you know, kind of Wi-Fi, and and instead of using cell towers. Or yeah, like like decentralized like mobile internet. Instead of using cell towers, if a bunch of people have nodes around a city that that are in contact with each other that are linked with each other, you can decentralize you know phone internet and stuff like that, which is a cool concept. And you can actually buy one of these nodes, and in in return for operating a node, they give you uh cryptocurrency in their their token which is you know the helium token i think it's hnt and it's a it's a strong token it's a strong business i did my research and i also did my research what you need on the node is you need height elevation um, because you need line of sight to another node so some people buy tall antennas or some people have you know tall homes like luckily i'm in a tall home that's on a hill so i have line of sight down to the rest of the city and I did a few calculations. I looked at what nodes around me are making. They're making like 200 US a day at the moment. Um, I mean, it, it's gone down because of the crypto crash. So, so take 40% off of that. 
the the miner was like six hundred dollars, and I did a little bit of research, and it seems risky. It seems kind of like a YOLO, but I just did it because I'm like, I'd rather lose six hundred dollars on something that potentially can make me two hundred US a day. And if I had just done this six months ago, I would have been earning that. It's like fucking forty G's of passive income, and I just I kind of started getting this wave of inaction really is a failure. Like it's comfortable because you, you didn't do it. So you think, oh, I didn't do it, but I didn't miss like whatever. Like I didn't lose anything, but you did. You lost out on the upside. And um, I'm not saying to get into crypto because you could just lose your shorts on it. But just in thing with, with things in general, um, if there's an opportunity and someone you trust is telling you about it, maybe take it a bit more seriously. Uh, I know I should have way back when my mentor told me about, and I trust, I trusted him a lot. I believed him and I still didn't act on it. Um, and it was just a bit of a learning lesson. And now I have friends that are, I'll say for two friends that are multimillionaires off of cryptocurrency. So it's cool. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the crypto wave. Um, I think that's pretty much it. The, the it, it's kind of scary because you know it could go to zero and regulations could come in and whatever. But as long as you only risk an amount of money that you can afford to lose, and it's an investment in assets that are you know it's it's yielding. Um, I'm, I'm going to put it in this like uh, network which yields interest. So it's not really. I mean, it's not that it's not that crazy. It, it, kind of my new wave versus being just a straight up entrepreneur that trades a product or a service for cash um, is I really like managing assets. And I think it really plays into my strong suits. I love evaluating projects. I love doing cost benefit or cost, uh, what is it called? It's a cost benefit analysis. I love, I love just breaking stuff down. I love research. I love numbers. I love making spreadsheets and finance is great for that. That's why I went into it, but I don't, I don't like stocks. I, I, it's it, honestly, it's like sports betting, which is fun. If you're into sports, stocks is basically really advanced sports betting, uh, where teams are companies. Um, but I'm not into, I'm not into those companies. I don't know why, but, um, crypto is just maybe new, new and shiny and exciting. And I think the technology is like really cool. Like just decentralize the internet. Uh, decentralize uh, content ownership, like you know NFTs, and um, just the the idea of taking power away from big central organizations like banks and stuff like that. As much as I don't want to see banks disappear at all, I just really like the idea and just seeing how mismanaged banks and governments do with their own currencies and banks do with the, the market. And I don't know. I just I'm really interested in it. So I I'll I'll play the sports betting game on that ship. Um, but I mean, I just, I, like I had a, so I had a weird week. Like I, I was, I was making music, going to the studio. I was doing finance work, working on, you know, these models for this, this financial institution. And, uh, meanwhile, like having blonde hair, uh, and like being like a bit of a rocker. And then I did some you know, real estate media advertising for that company. And 
now I'm doing a podcast. And then the the other day I was working on like I uh my dad's car was broken down. It's just battery was completely kaput and it's like a fucking I don't know, I'll say it's a BMW and like the batteries underneath like a like a little electrical com- control unit like buried deep in the trunk and I I just was like watching videos and like disassembling this control unit and like taking this massive battery out and I just like I just had to give myself props on being like this whack like and on the weekend a few weekends ago I was I was building uh cutting and installing like deck boards on a staircase and I built a fucking shed in a greenhouse and I was just like I gotta take a second to give myself a little ow that's my vaccine arm give myself a little pat on the shoulder and like man there's something to be said about being a little hand dandy handy dandy you know good with numbers and I just took a moment to actually appreciate myself it was weird I'm like I just kind of thanks for being interested in useful things because I'm interested in it. The the only reason why other people don't do it is because they're not interested in it. I happen to be interested in vehicles, you know, mechanic shit, numbers, finance, business, creativity. Um, and I used to think it was a terrible fault because I wanted to focus on one thing and be really good at it. But um, I mean, every every strength can be a weakness, and every weakness can be a strength. And I I just I had a I had a. Uh, and I was fucking riding a dirt bike that weekend, man. I just like, I took a second to appreciate my eclectic mix of and wild. I was and this week I I was streaming myself playing video games on Twitch. Like, it's eclectic. It's a little bit of a fucking basket. Um. So yeah, I want to give myself a shout out at the end of it. But anyway, the uh, that's it, folks. Just wanted to do a little episode, and um, I have I have some news that I said is is secret, um, because I gotta keep it secret. You'll know why in a little bit, but it's it's part of the reason why I needed money. Um, I'm in the studio again tonight. The music has not been going as quick as we want, but it's we're doing it. We've been in the studio a bunch, and we're gonna have a fucking new music summer. We have some really sick songs. We're shooting the music video in two weeks, which is going to be a live music video. So we're going to play it live. So we have like live concert kind of vibe. And we just have like, we have stuff in the mix and all I got to do is get myself paying for it. And I've kind of been stretching my line of credit. That's why I'm, uh, you know, selling, selling some things and I got to get my money up. Um, So I'm doing like advertising for my real estate photography business. But other than that, folks, Sorry I took a little while off. Sorry. But rock and roll. It's all about getting famous. Uh, And I love you. Talk to you soon.